0: Hello everyone. Welcome to Digital Marketing Can Podcast, your one-stop destination to explore the latest happenings, strategies, tools, techniques and case studies in the digital marketing domain. I'm your host Prince Kumar and our guest for today is Kurt. Kurt is a globally recognized marketer and CMO at 2K Ideas. He is an entrepreneurial marketing expert who has built and run organizations from startup to over taller million and revenue, revenue. He brings a unique combination of storytelling and innovations to teams having led marketing for many brands. Kurt, welcome and excited to have you on our show.
1: Yeah, thank you for having me.
0: So, Kar, to start with uh, our conversation
1: for today, can you just help us a bit about your corporate journey? Yeah, I, um, I've i kind of always been a, been a business person, I think, as a lot of us have, um, to the point that when I was 14 years old, I had to form two legal entities because uh, I had enough revenue and enough employees in each that uh, the government was going to force me to do that. And so... Um, I've always been kind of a serial and a parallel entrepreneur. I, um, I, I've tended to have corporate jobs for most of my, uh, most of my adult career, but I don't sleep. And so one of the benefits of that is I get many more hours than a lot of people. And so my wife goes to bed and uh, I, I, my hobbies, I, I don't watch Netflix. I don't watch TV. I like building my own side businesses or helping other people with theirs. So I've been part of uh, 11 industries um, and among other things like uh like in the day jobs i've been part of the small team that helped build three of the marketing channels we use today uh that didn't exist before we started those and so like that's 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 been pretty like, some of the fun stuff
0: we have also heard that you have also helped uh you know the founders to the privity equity back used to the presidents of us we so have also uh, been working with the president of the us or some uh, something like that so can you just help us a bit more about that
1: yeah, so I mean, I've 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 been in a lot of different a lot of different industries, and so everything from automotive to real estate more recently now. And so, um, for about the last five years, uh, four years full time, I've been in real estate. Um, I've been an investor in prop tech, so technology around real estate uh, since about 2015. But some of those marketing channels and technologies I mentioned, we built. They they've been they you know that's had me actually in real estate for to some degree more than two decades because. I literally was at the very beginning, starting uh, in the US, uh, location-based marketing, social media management, so managing actually everything on channels. Um, so we, we now that's just everybody does that—you schedule things and Hootsuite and whatnot. We were one of those first three companies, and then uh, influencer marketing, and so like all of those have been in since we really founded them have been heavily used in real estate. And so uh, I've been on the outsides for a little while, and very involved for the last you know four years. Cool
0: so uh what are the major transformation that you have observed in this uh, real estate sector in terms of marketing techniques that were being used or being used now
1: yeah i um i think there i mean there there's a lot of channels and and it, i mean it makes sense like in any industry that that agents should be trying a lot of activities and things but um but but what actually seems to be working to generate sales is for me i like it really kind of gener- falls in around there's two main things and so Um, There's been this, and both of them kind of have this refocus on uh, agents or the marketers helping them uh, realize that building a personal real estate website, especially in the States, um, is actually possible and probably the best things that they can be doing for for like two, it's kind of two reasons. And they're they're the same around that, but they're different because I view them as different channels, is that for, gosh, maybe even like 10 years in the States, many agents, they yielded like the home search, they just assume that their clients would always be used going to Zillow or maybe Redfin or Trulia and um, the IDX, which is actually for, for the marketers that I, I mean, real estate agents usually know this, but like the IDX is that home search that people actually type in. I'm looking for a bedroom, a house with two bedrooms and they just, they assume that, you know, that the old technology didn't, wasn't a great experience. And um, what I've seen now is thousands of agents across a hundred plus brokerages and teams have figured out that if they do build a website um, with the right technology, that their clients and potential clients will actually use it. Um, And that's hugely important because unlike any other industry, that if if they don't have that on on their own website, you can guarantee them that a competitive agent will be calling them because Zillow makes $2 billion a year basically with advertising um, or some version of it. And so they're selling those leads. And so the thousands of agents have figured that out and the marketers behind them have said well i can actually help you build a website that's useful so that's kind of that first big channel and it's both old and new and then more uh, kind of with that is a lot of agents not all are figuring out that organic traffic from search engines google duckduckgo bing um, that it's actually possible to do that if they're building these kind of like hyper local pages on their website so it, it is seo it's technology on the site But, but that's good both because they don't have to pay for traffic, especially in a slower market, which we can talk about. That's important. But agents are longing for content to send out to post on social. And so when they have, I live in Roswell, Georgia in the U S in a neighborhood called uh, Bristol Oaks. I might have a page on my website about condos for sale in Roswell, Georgia, or my actual neighborhood, Bristol Oaks. And so once that's been created, that's evergreen content. That the agent can use time and time again and they, they those that have figured it out are incredible results and so we may talk
0: about a little bit of that too okay, okay. so one thing that you have uh, you know uh, rightly said is having a website is something that has become a mind. because if anyone is there and if they don't have because if we talk about online presence that starts with a website so even if you don't have social media even if you don't have that will work at least for a moment, but if you don't have a website, that is, you know, the thing that you need to get it fixed at the first. Time.
1: Yeah. Well, and it's so. I said it's so much. It's important, I think, for, for anybody that's listening to your podcast. Every, I think I, I don't think any business cannot have a website, website. but it, it is it is so critical here in re, or in real estate because unlike if if you you know you were do, helping an electrical company that has thirty trucks or a software company. There's nowhere else where if you don't have a feature on your website for your clients that you know a competitive a competitor a competitor will always be calling them. And and I think a lot of times when marketers get started or people that are new to real estate, they don't realize that. That says, Oh, if, if you don't if you don't do your site what right or have somebody that can help you with it, that you will always have a competitive agent calling you. And I, I could not imagine building a sales funnel in any other small business or a software company where I knew that like 90 to 95% of the time I get a lead and my competitor
0: calls them as well.
1: Like that doesn't exist anywhere else.
0: Got it, got it. Yeah. Now coming to uh, the digital marketing because currently we were discussing about the overall marketing. Now let us be uh, more focused to the digital marketing. So can you just help us understand that what are the major digital marketing activities or we can also say that what are the digital marketing channels that agents have been utilizing in the recent past to generate more and more sales, revenues?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it does focus around kind of those two that I mentioned. So it it, it, it is like, for me, it's having a website, but but it's changing how they think about it from an activities. And so that the main activity is realizing that, um, you know, in real estate, they have to have a website that serves as a digital hub for them. And so it needs to have that home search we talked about. But, but other than that, like there's so many places that real estate agents could grow their business now. Uh, I get asked all the time when I'm in front of uh, these large agent groups: should should they be building? Uh, should they have a TikTok channel or a Pinterest account or Instagram? And and, and, and my answer is kind of yes, maybe and no. And so um, I say that as you know, any individual agent, uh, whether they have a team or themselves, there's only so many hours, so they probably can't be everywhere. But but the if they don't have that digital hub. Then what happens when they build up a big Facebook uh, you know, uh, group or page and the algorithm changes or TikTok changes? And so I think the activity for them is, one, having that website that, that ends up serving as that hub, whether they're using it for organic growth, but they can send their people back to capture leads from. And then they should always be trying something new, like whether TikTok or Instagram, to um, and, and use that and exploit it where they can, but realize it's a borrowed audience. And so, hey, TikTok might be really good for your business this this year. Maybe it's Instagram. Any of those could change your algorithm. And if if you if you built your whole marketing channel around one of those, your your business is gone at that point. And so, I think for me, it is having that that digital hub, and then doing other things that you can kind of exploit as a realtor. And then when they change, go try something new. Oh.
0: Perfect, perfect. perfect. So since you have been into this real industry uh, for, uh, you know, more than a decade. So uh, I guess you might have gone through a kind of lot of innovative campaigns, uh, you know, that have touched the audience or touched, I have touched you. So if you can share any of the innovative digital marketing campaign for real estate, industry, uh, you know, that you think is something that was a bit different than the general campaign.
1: Yeah, I um I I, I love the question, um, but I also like I want to reframe it just a little bit. And that, and that for, for me, innovative is is what drives results. And so, um, more so than in almost any industry, I find real estate agents chase this new shiny thing. They 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 want to they are chasing new leads or they want to try the new thing, and and, and for that that sometimes that's successful. I mean, I buy a lottery ticket hoping that I'll win hundred million dollars at some point, but that's not my retirement savings. And so for me, innovative uh, is what drives results. So, um, you know, too many agents, you know, that we hear stories, at least, in, you know, in the U.S. and other, I mean, I see it in other countries too, where, you know, they want to be that, they, they may not admit it, but they want to be that next HGTV reality star. They want to be the big star on TikTok. And they may not admit that. So what they what they're missing and what to me is actually innovative because very few agents actually do it, is patrick higgins and so patrick higgins is a real estate agent in nashville in the us his website is nashvillehome.guru i didn't even know there was a dot guru until i saw his website and um patrick patrick just does what works and so he uses showcase idx um he used it to uh came over a, a number of years ago had had a little bit of traffic but not much I, they was working with a competitor and he and three other agents just build these hyper local pages and um They've been successful. They were successful enough in their first year or two that um, now now they've brought in somebody else on their team that they've been able to hand over those the the, the building of those two. But he gets fifty thousand organic visitors, basically free traffic from Google every month. Nashville is a big city in the U.S., but it's not a it's not a New York. It's not a Chicago. So it's a mid sized city. Fifty thousand visitors that just come from Google, um, and and it, it's literally from an innovation perspective. He, all that he really does is what every agent can do. If I ask any agent that's local to me to talk about my neighborhood, they could or about why they should move to the city. And, and Patrick, literally, he just spins up a new WordPress page for one of these property types or a new locale. And then he kind of regurgitates out what's in his head. He, you know, he talks for two to five minutes for what he would tell somebody about why they should move there, puts those words on the screen. And then he just does a, he does that a couple hours a week. And he got up to 50,000 visitors. And for I think most people, they go, gosh, I kind of want to be that personality. And I'm like, I want to be Patrick Higgins because 50,000 visitors with even a 5% conversion rate to leads, that's a business that any of us would want. Definitely,
0: definitely. You know, the good case study that you have to share. What do you think are the common things that realists uh, real estate agents are underutilizing that are holding back their business from
1: the Yeah, that's a great question. Um, agents, I, I did kind of mention, agents tend to be focused, I think, as a whole, um, you know, as a stereotype. They're focused on the next lead versus the people they already know. But, but you know, these agents that have their website already, I, I'm able to look at, at thousands and thousands of agents' websites behind the scenes of their CRMs. And anybody that has an IDX, like I talked about, um, that home search, they sometimes they'll go set up a, what's known as a market report, and so it's a maybe a monthly email that says an estimate of what your home is worth. Well, some people open those, some don't. Agents think they're really important, but I can tell you from seeing the data what 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 they're missing is that, especially with the housing market changing so much in the U.S. that it it's slowed down. But this works a big, and when the market's growing, is what people actually want is like if they're not looking, if I'm not looking to buy or sell this house in the next six months or two years, I don't actually care what it's worth. Um, what I care about is what's my neighbors doing down the street. And so the agents can log into their home search and set up two type of uh, like weekly or monthly alerts that go out to the clients they already know. And that is one, they set up an open house alert. And so it just got a weekly email that just says, Hey, do you want to know if your neighbors are you know upgrading their bathrooms or their kitchen? Well, their house is for sale, and you can actually walk inside and go and see it. It triggers a curiosity factor for people. And the second one is an email for new listing, uh, new listings um, for sale, just like their current house. So the person's not looking to buy or sell, but but they're still curious. What's my neighbor down the street trying to sell their home for? It's both. It's and, and it, it's both of those two things. They're underutilized because nobody's doing them. Those that do it, the results are incredible. Both because. I, see, I can see them getting repeat business when those people are ready to buy or sell, but their referral rate goes up by 300 to 500%. Because what happens when you're my agent or you're the marketer for the agent and you set me up with uh, an alert for the open house or a new listing in my neighborhood, just like my current home, and I bring it up and I know that I have a friend wanting to move to the neighborhood. I send them the email from your website that drives them back to your website. So the, the increase of referrals is is insane
0: now coming to you know the question that i guess most of the real estate agents would love to know about uh you know what are the major digital marketing strategies or the platforms that you think will work in the 2023 the year that is you know just to arrive so what do you think will be the future and what do you think will be the digital marketing strategy that will work
1: yeah, so there 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 are there are two, and so the the first we've kind of talked about about a website, but I think for any any agent they need to realize if your website is a subdomain owned by your brokerage, kurt.kw.com for Keller Williams or you know whatever that is, um, or or you built the separate website that it, maybe you own the URL but it's powered by something from your brokerage that that's not your website. That website belongs to your brokerage, and I say that because. Um, Agents on average uh, change brokerages in the U.S. every five years, which means some do it sooner than that. And so if you change brokerages in March, it means that what you think is your website is gone. And and, and and so if you don't have your own website that either you built or somebody has built for you that's on a domain that you own and it's your technology stack, you don't have a website. And, and, and so first thing is you need to get one. It can be very basic at start. Um, and the second thing is, um, I'm still really big on social networks, but I don't think agents should go and chase what's new. I think they should be very aware of uh, what they already log into. And so my wife and I are great examples. Um, my wife is on TikTok all the time. I'm not. I have a TikTok account. I've never posted on it. Um, and the only time I log into it is when she sends me something to look at. And so it would be a it's hard to change people's behavior. And so I'm thinking about myself. If you told me that um, I need to be on TikTok to, to grow my business, I might try it for a week or two, but it's just not part of what I do. And so it's too much work and I'm not going to be consistent at it. But I'm on Instagram. And so if you, and so I, I would rather the agents get started on the networks that they're on and find success there. And then if they want to try something else new, that's okay. So have, that own, have your own personal website that you own and, and get on one or two social networks that you're already on and post content, but post content not for people that are just buying or selling best things I think marketers help with is they point out to real estate agents, the content you're sharing, people don't care about. And so most agents share content that says, hey, here's a new home that I'm listing. Here's a home that I just sold. And by the way, you know, here, you know, here's, you know, a big check that I got or something. And I don't care about that if I'm not buying or selling. But the agent that shares to me that says, hey, it's getting cold. And so you're, you're, you're probably about a week or two from needing to go winterize your, your hoses outside so they don't freeze and break. Like that's interesting content to me as a home buyer that every agent knows because it's their space, but they're not sharing that type of content.
0: Okay, okay, got it. So uh, you have definitely you know, highlighted uh, the things that will be working in this. So also, what do you think are uh you know some of the major challenges that you see that the agents will be facing or might face in the coming future and that to compete against the competitors in this digital space. yeah that's a great question um the
1: agents haven't uh, haven't heard this term um I, most agents haven't um i know you will have because you're because you're in marketing is is it that marketing tech stack and so um you know, a lot of agents, they'll choose what's called an all-in-one. It's what their brokerage gives them because it does everything kind of okay. But it's usually not too powerful, but it's simple. And it's a great place to get started. But but agents need to figure out that they need to understand that there's a tech stack that they should probably own themselves. It should have a CRM that they want to use, not what's forced on them. It should have the email program that they want to use. It should have mentioned, mentioned IDX and home search. I hope it's showcase IDX, the company I'm with, but um, they should have their own home ser- uh, search on a WordPress website. WordPress is the only thing that I say has to be in that stack. The other things are they need to understand that there is that tech stack and that most agents like ninety nine percent can't manage that themselves. They need somebody to at least help them set it up, if not kind of maintain it, because it is complex enough. Um but, but not for any of us that are marketers. Like I could go set up all of that that I kind of talked about for somebody in a couple of hours, optimize it for things and drip campaigns and maybe, you know, a couple of days. Um, so that's the, that w- that's the first challenge is agents don't even realize that there's this, this marketing tech stack and, 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 and that they really need help with it. And the, the second thing is it's also the data behind that. And so it's one thing to have my CRM. It's another thing to keep my data clean. And that's a really easy thing to also bring in outside help for or if I don't have money to, to uh, you know, my business, I'm early enough. I can't. Um, I don't feel like I can pay somebody for that. I need to block the time to actually just make sure the emails, the phone numbers, the notes about my people are uh, are good. Um, an example I have more recently is my daughter just turned one, and so three people, one one agent that I know that wasn't my agent, and two other people just in my community, they are good enough in keeping their database clean that one I posted about my daughter being born a year ago. They put it in the CRM and within about a week of her birthday, they sent me separate messages about it. And that were clearly kind of personal messages. That's what a clean database looks like because it, it, the, the challenge is having not just contacts, but reasons to reach out to people that things personable or that you can automate. Um, and, and, and that's a challenge that agents, it's hard to keep things clean. It's like a dirty closet where it's, instead of a, things on a rack, it's one big pile of clothes.
0: Definitely, you have given a lot of you know advice today for the real estate agents and the real estate sector. Any last piece of advice that you would like to give to them?
1: Yeah, um especially in the US, the market's been slowing for most of this year, it's anticipated to slow down even more in the next year. Uh, but even when it's not, I I find that a lot of real estate agents they live with a scarcity mindset. There's this belief that there's not enough things that's out there. And simply just realizing that Even though the market may be slowing, I've seen this in other markets in real estate. I've seen this in other industries. This is the time they they need to they need to realize there's an abundance of opportunity for them as individuals. This is the time when um, many other agents are going to triple the size of their overall business or they might even add two zeros to their personal net worth. And so both of those things are unfathomable to so many agents because they're so scared about I don't have enough or I don't have the money to bring in somebody to help me with something, or I'm not smart enough to figure out how to build my website. You have a 14-year-old daughter that is, that is or a niece. Like, like, get, there. There's so many opportunities for growth. And instead of thinking about, hey, what can't I do, or I don't have enough money, or I don't have enough time, realize that, that you have an unlimited of opportunities to grow. You just need to choose where you're going to spend your time.
0: So with this, uh, we have come to the end of today's episode. It was pleasure having you come out with us and learn about the power of digital marketing and its future for the real estate agents and also into the sector. Thank you so much and looking forward to have you again on our show.